Sorry, app makers. Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg says he's done spending billions upon billions of dollars on apps for a while. All that and more on this edition of Where the Money Is. Hello everyone, I am Sean O'Reilly, this is Nathan Hamilton, and today we're talking tech on this edition of Where the Money Is. Nathan, how are you? I'm good. How's it going? Not too bad. I uh, I was really happy when I read all this stuff that we learned to be talking about Facebook and their acquisition of WhatsApp because I still can't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, 19 billion, huh? <laughs> a little bit for something they charge, what, a dollar a year for 450 million users, so their yeah. revenues generate a whopping $450 million a year. <laughs> Yeah, potentially. I, I mean, no doubt about it. It's a, a uh, lofty valuation. For sure. Yeah. Um, and actually, it just got loftier, which is actually the first major point that I want to address with this. So what's going on? So from the time of the deal actually being announced to closing of it, Facebook stock has increased. And the fact that they're paying for this transaction with a good amount of Facebook stock, the value of the, of the acquisition goes up. Um, there's some estimates saying around 22 billion. Wow. Whereas previously at about 19 billion. My favorite part of that story when it came out was when they were signing the actual papers to close the acquisition, they went to the welfare office where the founder of WhatsApp used to go to they, collect his wet welfare check and they signed it on the wall. Wow. That was my favorite part of the story. Yeah, pretty yeah. innovative. I like what, it. Yeah, no, he went from you know collecting welfare to I mean, how much of WhatsApp did he own? Like, oh, who knows? I mean, he's yeah. a multi-billionaire now, either way, so he's mm -hmm. doing all right. Um, basically, first and foremost, um, this week Mark Zuckerberg had some interesting uh, you know comments regarding the WhatsApp purchase and if he'd be interested in going on another buying spree. Well, yeah, and he reiterated comments that that he stated before, most notably in prior earnings calls, and he says, we are not looking to monetize WhatsApp at this very moment. It's right. a, a longer tail sort of investment, and you, you've, got, you've got analysts, you've got shareholders that say, hey, when are you going to monetize Instagram? What are you right. guys going to do? When are you going to monetize your 19, now $22 billion purchase? When are we going to see the profits? And he's coming out and stating again, hey guys, got to be more patient. And uh, for our listeners that don't know, what is monetizing code word for? For WhatsApp, it's not ads. Oh, really? Put it yeah. that way. Yeah. No, <laughs> and for everybody that doesn't, may or may not know, yeah. as I'm sure you know, the founder of WhatsApp has a little sticky note on his desk that yep. says no ads ever or something like that. Yeah, he, he sticks to his core values. I mean, you look at it, you don't create a business to not generate revenue. So in some form or another, you've got to generate profits, generate revenue somehow. And we know it's not going to be ads. Snapchat is supposedly going to be doing that. Um, Instagram potentially in the future could be. Now we have to look at what are the other revenue potential or revenue models that, that WhatsApp could use. Right. So, and this lends itself to what uh, Snapchat came out with the other day. They said that some form of ads are coming. Can you tell our uh, listeners a little bit more about that? Yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Snapchat, you send a message, shows up for a brief period of time, and then disappears. Instead of sending a text message, you know, me saying, hey, when are we going to be filming where the money is today? Maybe an ad would come to you otherwise and say, hey, buy this product. Right. So that's how they're... And then quickly work. disappear, of course. Exactly. <laughs> so it's definitely, it's a quick hit sort of advertisement, very different um, process than, than many are used to, but 
I think in the mobile world, it, it could be effective. What kind of uh, chatters uh, come out since Snapchat made that announcement? Because Facebook, a couple of years ago, everybody was like, there's no way Facebook can get ads onto their page. And they've actually been really successful in keeping users engaged. People are still surfing the, the Facebook daily. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's way more ads than a couple of years ago. And it's it's been moderately successful, especially mm -hmm. if you're a, a Facebook shareholder. Yeah. Uh, do you think Snapchat can pull this off, basically? Snapchat, WhatsApp, Instagram, I think they can. Because if, if you look at it, Facebook specifically, 1.3 billion monthly active users on the platform. Was that one sixth of, of the world's population? Right. And one third more, of our species uses yeah. this one website. And far more <laughs> of the actual people that have access to the internet. Right. So when you flip that switch and actually turn it on and monetize it, as they did in mobile previously with ads, there's game huge over. potential. Yeah. You know, <laughs> game over. That you know we, we could see in a good way. It is definitely it could be a potentially big driver for for the company and revenue. Very very cool. Well, moving on, uh, Apple has a big event next week on the 16th. Can you tell our uh, listeners a little bit more about that? Yeah, some may have heard of it. I know Apple News comes out pretty frequently, but um, right. Essentially, Apple confirmed that they are having the event and sent out invites. Did was there any debate, uh, any possibility that they wouldn't? No, it's pretty much no. Okay. Yeah. For sure. Okay. <laughs> but until it's Sorry actually announced, yeah. it, it can be a little bit of a rumor. But for the most part, everybody knows, well, I should say rumored, that it's going to be an iPad release, um, right. also an operating system update. Typically, how Apple has worked with, with their um, refresh cycle for the iPad is, in recent years, they've moved it to a fall release. And essentially, it's been in October of every year can kind of connect the dots. We see the fact that the iPad hasn't been refreshed in, in a year. So uh, everybody's talking about Yosemite. You're not talking about the National Park, I assume. We are not. <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking about an, an operating system update for, for the Mac platform. Awesome. Okay. So it was announced, actually, in summer at their developers conference. OK. And the, th the thinking is, while Apple hasn't officially announced, saying, hey, we're releasing OS Yosemite, what was it, OS, uh, OS X Yosemite, yeah. um, yeah. Once again, we can connect the dots in and be pretty confident that's the case. And uh, what's the deal with the uh, Retina iMac? So this is a, a pretty interesting one as well because it speaks to the PC business as a whole. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we always see the iPhone takes right. any of the headlines. iPad does as well. Um, but the iMac business is actually a pretty significant driver. And what the company could look to do is release a Retina iMac. Okay. And that would double the pixel count, which is typically what they do with with um with the Retina models when they introduce them. Um, you're also going to see some some boost up in specs. Um, particularly, could see a fourth generation Intel processor. This is their Haswell processor. Mm -hmm. um, the big deal on that is just ha offers better battery efficiency for laptops and more efficient uh, processors. Do you view this as Apple extending their lead with their Mac uh, computers as far as um, being the preferred choice for people that do a lot of video editing and all that? Or what's the big draw for this? Why are they doing it? Um, I think it's part of it's a refresh. You know, that's how Apple keeps their revenue continually right. moving forward is refreshing the actual products. And then like any electronics company for the most part, it's just increasing the specs and making it um, more desirable. So for hardcore video editing or really data intensive tasks, you know, there, there's better Apple products out there for that. Okay. But this is more, um, more the everyday consumer product. Okay. Okay. Very good. And last uh, thing before moving on, 
What kind of price points are we talking about with the new iPads and the Macs and everything? Are they going to be pretty similar? Are they going to be jacking it up? Is it going to be anything outlandish or surprising? Well, it depends. Um, for the most part, you're going to see increased memory, but as the company is able to draw down the memory costs over time or um, you know, all the all Just the because of technological advances. Exactly. You, know. you see that they're able to release a higher spec model at a similar price point and then knock, say, you know, another iPad down to a lower price point. So they've done that with the iPhone, every right. refresh, iPod, iMacs, laptops. Very, very good. And uh, so I had a question regarding Apple in a roundabout way. I heard at the water cooler that they may or may not have a, put a company out of business into bankruptcy this past week. Yeah. What's going on? So there's debate as to whether that has been the case. It, it seems it, it probably isn't. Because Apple, and uh, for our listeners that don't know, the company we're referring to is GTAT, Advanced Technologies. Yep. Apple was just as surprised as the rest of us when they declared bankruptcy. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they had an internal view somewhat, but you know, as we see, the stock price went from, was it around $11? 11, dollars 11 bucks down to, to a buck. Right. I mean, that, that's a huge decline. Now, really the driving factor behind that was the deal that Apple had set up with GT Advanced previously to develop Sapphire. Some people think it was Sapphire screens for the iPhone, mm -hmm. but it's confirmed at this point that the Sapphire is only being used for the camera lens mm -hmm. and also on the Touch ID sensor. So big downgrade there. Yeah, potentially. Um, they've also they've also got it in the Apple Watch will be coming out in 2015 on on the back of the watch. You've got the sensors and Sapphire is going to be included there. Is a GTAT one of the only suppliers, or can they get it from somewhere else if they actually do go into bankruptcy? Yeah, Apple um, they know to diversify their supply chain. So there are right. other options. There are a couple of Asian companies that they would be able to potentially mm -hmm. uh, get Sapphire from. Now here's the thing, we, we don't know 100% whether Apple had originally planned to, inc to include Sapphire in the iPhone 6. Right. Um, the, the thinking is the company spent nearly $600 million mm -hmm. for a five-year deal with GT Advanced. You mean the company meaning Apple? Yeah, Apple. Yeah. And um, part of the reason why they're declaring bankruptcy is Apple isn't making the prepayment. Okay. GT Advanced because it was a payment like a three. Yeah, I think it was three blocks. Yeah. yeah when when GT Advanced um, reaches certain operational targets, Apple would send them the payment. Yeah. And at this point, they're not. So whether it's a matter of the yields on the Sapphire screens weren't acceptable, mm -hmm. what other factors? You know, it, it's tough to say for sure. Um, now I remember because how long has it been since the iPhone six was announced? Was it about a month now? Yeah, I think we we're about take? yeah about a month in. We all kind of realized that. Um, the, that glass was not in the iPhone 6. Mm -hmm. Everybody was surprised last week when JTAT declared bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. the stock, I mean, instant price reset from $10, $11 down to less than a dollar, and now it's just fluctuating like crazy. Why didn't anybody see the writing on the wall a month ago? Like, what's the disconnect there? You know, I think part of it is the sexy Apple story. I mean, you, you almost Everybody wants to lose be, sight of it. Yeah. Um, but you have to look at, if you look at the numbers of it, so Apple pre was offering a, a deal of almost $600 million. I think it was $578 million mm -hmm. to be exact. Now, if all of that was originally for the Apple Watch, it seems like probably too much. Uh -huh. So to me, it implies that maybe there was an original indication for the Sapphire screen, and maybe it was the iPhone 6. Yeah. Um, but either way, we don't see it in the iPhone 6 right now, and looks like uh, G 
GT Advance isn't in the best scenario. Not in the best situation. Mm -hmm. Very good. Well, that is uh, it for Apple. And uh, before we finish up, folks, I did want to make everybody aware that our mission at The Motley Fool is to help the world invest better. We do that in a lot of ways, including this podcast, articles we publish on Fool.com, and through investing services like The Motley Fool Stock Advisor. This is actually our flagship service run by our founders, David and Tom Gardner, and over the last decade, their recommendations in Stock Advisor have more than tripled the market's return. It's the best way to get started investing, and we've got a special offer for where the money listener is. Uh, for where the money is listeners. Just go to WTMI.fool.com to learn a little bit more. I am Sean O'Reilly. For Nathan Hamilton, that's it for us guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.